You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again. Talking everything Buffalo Bills. Here we go. Super Bowl week is upon us and certainly has a different vibe. I, I guess when you get to this point each and every year, you know, I think always used to look forward to the Super Bowl in some way, shape, or form. But in many of those years, right throughout the, the drought, and you would be looking at that matchup with anticipation and thinking like, hey, this can be a great football game. But now I guess when your team has aspirations of being in the Super Bowl each year, uh, it, it doesn't have that same amount of intrigue. I mean, certainly should be a great matchup on paper. I would imagine so on the field. But for myself right now, just another football game. Um, yes, I will watch on Sunday, but I'll be curious for everybody else what your thoughts are heading into this one. Always appreciate you guys tuning in to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings in this offseason mode Plenty to talk about as I look forward to at least the start of free agency and see what that will be. Um, before we get going, friendly reminder, though, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Check out the show notes for all the detail there. They do, really do have the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. And for me, uh, I love everything I get from these guys, from T-shirts to sweatshirts. Uh, it's just definitely just something <laughs> a staple in my wardrobe. At this point. So check out the show notes. They've always got some great specials and deals going on and encourage you to uh, to see that. But listen, getting into this before I talk a little bit about free agency, kind of a question I had for the week. Um, did any of you watch the Pro Bowl? That is kind of my question. And I say this not in a um, I normally don't watch the Pro Bowl to begin with kind of the old format. I think I would maybe have it on in the background. Maybe check it for like 10 minutes to see who from the Bills was doing anything along those lines. Um, this year, I did not have any of it on. 
and I realize I'm a 48 year old man that, you know, probably it's the, the design and what they're looking to do is meant to attract a younger audience and demographic. I thought about it for a minute of like, oh, maybe I'll just put it on and check it out. Uh, and then I kind of just got distracted with other things. So hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino. Let me know. I'm just curious. Like if people saw it, I saw some videos from Eric Wood. He watched it with his son. It sounded like his son watched it. You know, his son is probably somewhere around eight, nine, ten years old. So, you know, when you kind of look at that piece, it's like, hey, you know, a, a young kid should should enjoy it. And that's probably who the Pro Bowl should be for uh, as we look at these things. And But again, I would be curious to get your take. So hit me up at Anth Marino on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, earlier uh, during the weekend, I ran a poll because I was curious to get an idea of where thoughts were for Bills fans. And, you know, I think when we look at this, I think to myself and I think about free agency, I know there's a lot of questions right now. And the first one of being like, hey, how are the Bills going to get under the salary cap? And at least when I see things from guys like Greg Thompson, who really specializes in this, um, Mike Janitti at Track, the Bills can get under the salary cap relatively easy with a couple of restructures. That doesn't even include any roster cuts, releasing anyone, any other, you know, things that would be really hard for me to understand how they could actually do it. So, you know, the one assumption you look at is, of course, the team is going to get under the salary cap. I mean, they have to. So that will take place. The other assumption I kind of make when I put this together, myself and a lot of others just have a bit of a gut feeling that the Bills are going to figure out a way to re-sign Tremaine Edmonds. Um, I'm making that assumption for right now. So much of the conversation around Edmonds and Jordan Poyer. Of course, Edmonds still not 25 years old yet. I know I'm contractually obligated to mention how old he is every time I talk about him. I think once he gets to be 25 years old, maybe I don't have to say it anymore. Um, But I'm making that assumption right now, at least from the comments of Sean McDermott and Brendan Bean. Brendan Bean in the year-end press conferences that they did. At least to me, it seems that both of them want him back. Now, whether or not Edmonds wants to be back, that's another thing. But let's just go with this assumption when we talk about prioritization. I also know that based on the salary cap situation and everything to do, the Bills are likely not going to be able to do any sort of a Von Miller type signing, um, some major splash along those lines. But knowing the team, knowing what they do, you know, I'm thinking to myself, there will probably be one modest, you know, medium type of range free agent deal that they are, they're able to work out. To me, I'm thinking maybe someone in that seven to ten million dollar a year range. And again, you know, sometimes you look at that number, but when they prorate signing bonuses or you look at guaranteed money or all these things, it's they have a way of making it work. So I put this out to everybody on Twitter and really saying, you know, if the Bills can only prioritize one in free agency this year, what would you choose? And the three options were guard, wide receiver, and safety. Now, over 550 people responded, so I feel like that's a pretty good sample size of Bills fans at this point. 67.6 responded that guard was the top priority for them. 26.7% at wide receiver, and only 5.7% at safety. Now, I'm definitely surprised the safety number was so low at 5.7 because I think for many, 
when you talk about the potential loss of Jordan Poyer, you make that type of assumption. You're thinking to yourself, okay, Micah Hyde at 32 years old, coming off a, an injury that kept him out for most of the season. Let's not mess around here, and you know, let's bring bring somebody in to to fill those shoes. Um, so I'm not saying I'm people just discounted it, right? I mean, you've got three choices. I mean, I didn't leave an option saying all three or something along those lines. But I did think there would be a little bit of more of a return for safety than 5.7%. Probably the most surprising thing to me was just that wide receiver only garnering 26.7%. At least many of the people that I talked to, um, they seem very focused on the offensive weapons conversation around things, whether that be in the draft and knowing that, you know, with the Bills draft picks that they have, what they can do in that type of scenario and who might be available to them. Um, And maybe I fall in this too. Like, listen, when you talk about free agency, when you talk about the draft, I am drawn to the, uh, the shiny toys that are out there. Uh, You know, I'm always been, uh, you know, I, I have never had any issue if the Bills decided they wanted to go with a stud running back in round one. Right. Drafting wide receivers, signing wide receivers, those things that, you know, you you get excited about when you think about weapons for Josh Allen to use and what that is. Um, And at least there's a I guess I would call a vocal minority because only twenty six point seven percent would prioritize that guard getting sixty seven point six percent of the vote to me was a little bit of a head scratcher. Now. When you see so much pressure on Josh Allen, when you see the number of hits that he takes in some games, I completely get it. You know, and maybe this is a, a little bit of an old adage, and, and maybe I need to update that and talk to my man Joe Marino and Bruce Nolan and some others. I usually used to think that when it would come to starting guards, that you can draft someone in the third round and have them be a plug-and-play starter a guard. That you wouldn't have to make that type of an investment in free agency because, again, you could get that player in the third round, someone at a starting caliber, think of Power 5 conference school, and put them in and have them start at guard. Now, listen, I have not started enough of my mock draft work yet to look at things to see what the prospects look like from, from that standpoint and what is available in the draft. So I was surprised. I just, again, I expected it to be almost to be reversed with wide receiver probably getting the majority of the votes. But for the fans, I give them a lot of credit because I think in many ways, especially when you do talk about free agency and you talk about the draft, that we are naturally drawn to, you know, more of the high profile positions than guard, wide receiver, running back, defensive end, cornerback. Heck, I mean, so much of the conversation you just think over these past few years, the investment that's gone in at defensive end, cornerback. There hasn't been that investment at wide receiver. I kind of digress here just a bit, but with that being said, shout out to the Bills fans because guard is not a sexy position to target in free agency. But when you look at it, I think many very specifically look to things tied to the left guard position and maybe things being a little bit underwhelming with Roger Saffold and his play, and he's a free agent this year. So even if you say, hey, there's – you know, year two in the system, there can be improvement or showed some signs or whatever it is. He's 34 years old and he's a free agent. 
So for fans to prioritize that, kudos to you. A couple of the responses that I that I got here, I thought were worth were worth sharing. Um, one comes from our buddy Bruce Nolan, host of the Bruce Exclusive here, um, and he was one of the first responses. He said, "Guard, when you have a twenty-plus million-dollar wide receiver, drafting one is more monetarily efficient, and getting a plug-and-play vet guard in free agency takes some of the guesswork out of the position." Bruce obviously is uh, knowledgeable as they come from from this perspective and understand what he's saying there too. Of course, the uh, pending free agency of you know Gabe Davis going into the last year of his rookie contract just puts you in a position where you can look at things and say, okay, maybe wide receiver becomes much more of a focus in the draft for the Bills than it does in free agency. Get some of that uh, you know young talent on those rookie contracts and take a few stabs and see what happens there. Now, another comment on the flip side comes from my friend Fernando Schmood, and Fernando just does a, a fantastic job, um, kind of all his work in covering the Bills, and he wrote wide receiver. It's more guaranteed, the cost-benefit for a number two guy there, like a DJ Chark or Paris Campbell, that you know the production you're getting, still having Gabe and Shakir, maybe even Beasley back for a minute, don't see a sure thing at guard and rookie wide receivers, even in the first round, sometimes take long to develop. You look at both of these from two guys that know the game, do a great job studying the team and what is out there, and two differing takes. And again, I for one, if the Bills sign someone that's a that's a guard that you know looks to be a proper deal and can come in and make an impact, I'm gonna be happy. If the Bills sign a wide receiver that can come in and make an impact. I'm going to be happy and probably if they end up signing a safety too, if that's something that, you know, they're not able to retain Jordan Poyer and kind of outpriced himself with, uh, with the team, uh, I'll be okay there as well. So again, I'd be curious to get your thoughts. Hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino. As we get into this time of year, we'll start to talk more about some of the free agent prospects that are out there, guys that might be a fit. I'm sure there will be room uh, to discuss things like, how are the Bills creating cap space? What are they doing? What do these moves look like? So make sure you hit me up. It's always great to connect with you guys. Again, this piece of the offseason, a little bit quiet as you get up to the start of the combine. But once it kicks off, it gets going pretty quick. So thank you guys for always tuning in. Thank you to Homage again for sponsoring the show. Appreciate you listening. And as always, go Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.